Hi, this is Mildred Tassoni, and we have Tom Clifford on here. Hi, Tom. Hi, Mildred. I'm here um, out with Jeremy. We... I'm sorry. Go ahead. A little delay there. Uh, today, today we're going to have uh, Jeremy Edge, who is walking for Anna House and the Disabled Jockeys Fund, and he will be here in a second. And uh, Tom is outside. We're at Anna House. And, I'm outside here. Um, outside here. You're Jeremy. outside and Jeremy's uh, walking uh, uh, roaming van, I guess, or camper, I guess you would call it. It's uh, outfitted with uh, all the latest creature comforts, and I think he'll be needing that. Where's he going uh, today and the next couple of days, Mildred? The end, end result is what, Saratoga? Right. The end result is 190 miles away at Saratoga Racetrack. He's leaving wow. this morning at 11 o'clock. And then walking today, he's going to walk into the city, into Manhattan. And then tomorrow, he'll walk from Manhattan. And I think he said he's going to do around uh, 10 to 15 miles a day, but that'll be a question that we can ask him once he gets here. He's got a lot of things happening, and he's leaving in less than an hour. So um, one of the things I know that we're going to, going to want to ask him is how he prepared for this. He has done walking in the past, and he has been in the racing industry for a long time. So um, we did get a chance to talk to him Friday night at the Anna House ribbon-cutting ceremony, and they've just opened two new classrooms um, to expand their program for uh, from 50 children to 70 children. Now, for those of you who don't know much about Anna House, it's for the backstretch workers. And they start at, uh, people have to start working with the horses at 5 o'clock in the morning. And they, there's not really any other daycare centers that open that early. And Anna House is the only uh, on-site child care center in the country. And uh, they go from 5 o'clock in the morning to 1 o'clock in the afternoon at 365 days a year. Um, so because there's people working all those times. They take infants starting at 6 months and go through um, first uh, kindergarten. And uh, they they have an excellent program here. Um, and now with the two extra classrooms, they're going to be running more after-school programs as well. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the classrooms, uh, Tom? You were here the other night and have just taken a look at them. Oh, they're pretty... Uh pretty well outfitted with, uh, kind of go back into the creature comforts of a, uh, a two to five-year-old. We had been here about uh, two months ago when it was basically uh, just gutted and the uh, fundamental framework was just putting together and now the flooring is in. They've got two gigantic murals that are unbelievably colorful, a little couch, a little computer on the side, tons of books 
and it's uh, very inviting, and uh, it's also just a very cheerful room. We went into two rooms, sort of a carbon copy of each other, and uh, it's just miraculous what they've done in such a short period of time. Um, I I know they're going to run, um, have uh, some computer programs in the afternoon. Uh, After school, they're going to be able to expand their functions of uh, computer programs and reading programs. When the children leave here and they graduate, they go to uh, the Elmont School District in Elmont, New York, and because they're so well prepared, a lot of them have take uh, get awards for reading, and they re- their language skills are excellent. And they really—it's not just a daycare center; it's a Montessori-based um, um, uh, learning center. And I guess that's really a better way to describe it—is a learning center. Jeremy, may I just interrupt just for a second? Jeremy Edge has just pulled up. And uh, oh, apparently we'll be able to get him on in just a few seconds. Good morning, Jeremy. Okay, I'm here great. with Builder Tassoni on the on the line right now. We're doing a blog talk radio show yeah. at the moment. Um, Mildred, uh, shall I pass the phone over to Jeremy? We were thinking of maybe Please. doing it in his camper. Uh, it's a nice uh, yep. soundproof mm-hmm. type of uh, situation where he's got there. Here's Jeremy Edge. Hi, Mildred. Hello. Hi, Hi, Jeremy. Welcome. We're so thrilled that you can give us a few minutes before your long walk starts. We appreciate it. So, um, uh, what what I'd like? Do you want to just give us a quick uh, overview of what you're doing, why you're doing it, and uh, and then we can go from there. Um, well, I've been involved with the Belmont Child Care Association for the past um, 10 years, and uh, I quit uh, or stood down from a political career in London last year, and I'd always thought that I'd like to do some kind of fundraising effort uh, for Anna House, and I was a great hiker in England 20, 25 years ago, walking upwards of 30 miles a day, and uh, I thought um, that some form of walk... uh, to benefit Anna House uh, might be a good idea, and uh, spent a year thinking about it, and really the last year planning uh, planning it, and I came to the conclusion that perhaps we should involve a second organisation, and I picked the Permanently Disabled Jockeys Fund. Um, I realised that you know there are 60 um, disabled jockeys uh, in the United States, and I could only name probably five or six of them. I uh, just um they're a relatively young organization that I thought needed um support and the sort of um and the publicity that an event like this uh, would generate. Yeah, uh, that's great because I honestly I'm familiar with Anna House, was not aware of the permanently disabled jockeys fund. So um just let me mention this here. I ha- on the BelmontChildCare.org website, we have a form that people can donate um, to your walk that will then go to Anna House and the Permanently Disabled Jockey Fund. We also have links to their website and uh, Belmont Child Care website. 
and I have links to your Facebook page, Jeremy, where people can follow, and also Belmont Child Care um, Association on Facebook. So we'll be posting um, updates on your walk uh, on bo- all of those um, sites so okay. that people can follow and learn. And um, so let me ask you, so you have you done any preparation for this walk? Uh, you know, were you walking a lot over there? You're going to do how many miles per day to Saratoga? I'm going to be averaging 15 miles a day, Mildred. I started training in Saratoga in the fall, just light training, and then obviously it was too difficult in, in the winter, but I went back to my home in London um, in early March and was there for about seven or eight weeks. And the old wives' tale, everyone says it rains every day in England, but actually those eight weeks, I think we only had three or four days of rain, and I started off doing 10 miles a day in in the parks, um, sort of urban parks in London, and I finished off uh, by walking on South Downs, which are sort of hills about 60 miles south of um, London, at an elevation of about 800 feet, and I ended up training uh, so I could do 30 miles a day, and the reason I did that you know, the weather in June can be quite brutal. It could be it could be upwards of 95 degrees, or it could be torrential rain. So I wanted to have the train to have the ability of if I had to abandon walking it on any one day, to be able to catch up within one day. That's great. Um, now you you you're going to end up at the Saratoga racetrack. Um, is it and it's right around opening up there uh, when you get, you're going to be there, right? Oh no, I'll be finishing a month before opening day. Oh, okay. I get a little confused with the date. Sorry. Um, no, they open. But... They open July twenty second. Oh, I think I'm okay. finishing on um, Friday, June the twenty fourth. So I. Oh, okay. I, 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 all right. Um, yeah. No. It's sort so of. Uh, are you going I would. I would have liked to have finished on uh, nearer opening day, but um, that, it, starting today made that, made that impossible. Right, and plus it probably would have been much hotter too, you know, through July. So that was a good move. Um, now, uh, are you going to be making some? Let's go through to the next couple days schedule of what you're going to, how you're going to be walking. Well, I'm going to be leaving here in just under an hour's time uh, from Belmont Park, and I'll be walking uh, through Queens. I'm going to end up um, in Long Island City sometime late this afternoon, just by the 59th Street Bridge. And then tomorrow I'm going to be walking through, um, crossing over the bridge, and then walking through Central Park, hopefully with cousins of mine that have just, uh, literally in the last two weeks, uh, moved to Manhattan, and then I'm going to be making my way up uh, sort of to, to the George Washington Bridge. But um, at that point, I'm going to stay on the uh, on the west side of the Hudson, and I'm just going to get onto Route 9 and head northwards up Route 9 um, starting Tuesday morning. Okay, and you have a, a camper that some nights you'll be staying with people and some nights you'll be staying in the camper, right? Um, some nights we, um, we're a couple of state parks we're staying in, a couple of the KO, KOA 
RV and camping sites, the friends on a few nights, and the odd hotel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is a silly question, but do you just walk right on the side of the road? Does, does your camper go in back of you? How does that work? Um, I'm going to be walking, you know, on the side of the road. The camper will probably be a couple of miles ahead of me. Uh, okay. two, three miles ahead of me, and we, we'll just sort of, uh, you know, we've got, and we're going to keep in touch with cell phones, but if we lose signal, I've also got, um, radio, you know, mini radio, uh, radio, like I've got a radius okay. of eight yeah. miles, so uh, we'll be in constant contact with, uh, with each other, oh. so he, he will let me know where he is. Okay, I, I never, because I was thinking about that. I know it sounds silly, but I was trying to picture you walking and how it how it works, you know. Um, let me um, ask you now, uh, we talked a little bit about Anna House. Maybe you could just give us a little bit of information about the Permanent Disabled Jockeys Fund, a little more on that. Um, the Permanently Disabled um, Jockeys Fund in its current sort of um, constituted form has been, I suppose, running for about five or six years ago. And one of the reasons why I really um, wanted to um, do uh, my best for this organization is that we have a similar organization back in England, and it's really been running for about 50 or 60 years. And ah. they've, built up, uh, they've built up their institutionally uh, finance, and they've built up you know, large reserves that they've been able to, you know, build a, um, a residential home, fully equipped residential home for injured jockeys. And I just, um, you know, that may be a, uh, a long way off um, for any, you know, for anybody to be able to do that here. But I just think... Right. Uh, you know, Jeremy, but, I, do, I don't want to cut you off. We have less than a minute um, I just want to, again, set, wish you luck. This is so exciting. It's been a pleasure meeting you. You can go to Facebook under Jeremy Edge. You can go to Belmont Child Care Association on Facebook, BelmontChildCareAssociation.org. We have a form for people to be able to donate and follow your progress. So um, we wish you much luck, and we hope to hear from you throughout the walk. We can do... Uh, some more blog talk radio, and we hope you'll be posting and sending pictures. So, no, good luck um, and thank. Thank you very much, Mildred. Yes, thank you. We'll we'll talk to you soon again. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. bye.